0: I hate it when people said, oh, as soon as this becomes legal, I'm going to blow weed smoke in cop's face. And I'm like, you're being stupid, man. You're like provoking that shit. Like, just chill and just be normal. But now I just smoke. Like, it's no big deal. And and I don't make a big scene about it. I'm not even, like, scared anymore.
1: You all know each other the best. And also, you know a lot of his tattoos. Can you turn my volume up just a little bit, please? Thank you
2: yeah so probably all just right. let you kick it off oh we good to go yep all, all right. right so i'm here with my bud tom hey. aka tommy tickles <laughs> oh.
0: aka tattoo
2: tom, <laughs> tattoo yeah. tom and yeah. Yeah. and uh definitely one of the first guys i wanted to get on here just because i know uh you've got a long history with tattooing and with weed Yeah. so i uh I think I I feel like I've known you for about eighteen years. Oh
0: yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I
2: mean if you know, the of the metal four five. Yeah, around four. there, yeah. The the remember your band covered Mississippi Queen.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. good. With Alex Giles as the or well, a thirteen year old player <laughs> who ended up being like one of the baddest people around. Yeah, that <laughs> was a
2: wild time. Just Bill's it was a wild yeah. time. And um and uh yeah, I was like around that I was like working in a tattoo shop, you were tattooing. And
0: uh I I you're apprenticing or something, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Or I was like a front
2: guy and like Yeah Yeah, kind of, you know. I was watching a VHS, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And that's uh, crazy, man. You came a long way, man. Hey, that's you
2: awesome, too, but so I'm I'm stoked that we're both uh still doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Especially from like since the flesh tones days when you was coming out there and you see me at my earliest moment of tattooing and now I hear it at my at my pretty much my peak.
2: Yeah, man, it's um super cool and I um The old, the old, the old days, it's the world's different. Everybody, you seem to be doing better than ever. So I love, I love seeing it. I'm glad we got you in the town and
1: I'm glad to have you over here. Uh, Let me just jump in and interrupt and say that I'm so stoked on our first night of video and that. One second into our video, I had to go pee because I'm, I'm not smart enough to do that before we start. So I got that going for me. Uh, all right. I was like, oh,
2: LT's leaving.
1: Yeah, well, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> now that I get you all here,
2: heard enough of your all's bullshit. Now that I've got you all gathered here, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so tell, just tell, if you don't mind, tell us a little
0: rundown about your tattoo career, man. Oh, yeah, well, um, so I started. I started working at Flesh Tones back in 2005 until 2007. Um, That's where you apprenticed? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah so much. you
1: started there,
0: apprenticed for a year or something, or six months. Yeah, it was about, about a year. But the thing is, it was kind of like all backwards because I, I was doing homemade tattoos at the time. And uh, I was just, you know, just getting to the point where I wanted to meet a tattoo artist, you know? And I finally met Ollie at a, a cake party one time and he told me, he's like, uh, yeah, I run out of shop at Flesh Tones, And I was like, he's like, come up there and kick it with me sometime. And, you know, so I go up there and kind of, you know, make, it was like a hang around. So I earned my first tattoo machine by, um, you know, cleaning off the needles, off the needle bars and cleaning the shop and all that kind of stuff. And so once I finally became, you know, like he kind of showed me a couple of things on the machine and then I earned my first one. So I started tattooing with that and then, uh, pretty much just kind of, sort of taught myself. He, he showed me a few things to kind of get me going, but he was spending more time doing drugs while I was pretty much trying to tattoo other people. And, and uh, but yeah, so then after that, I pretty much parted ways with him. Uh, after about working there for a couple of years, I started working at Art and, or not Art and Soul, um, Dermographics, which was in Bethalto at the time. It was ran by my buddy, Tracy. Um, I worked there for a short time and then I went off to tattoo out of the house scratching for until about 5 almost 6 years ago and back in the tattoo shops.
2: Yeah, I I that um these are, you know, like I'm sure LT doesn't, never met Ollie before, but he was a super talented dude. I he worked where I used to work T-Dogs LT and way back in the day and my boss Tony would always say that um, between like noon and 3, that dude's giving you the best tattoo at the shop. But then yeah. after 3 o'clock, he'd just leave. <laughs> he'd, be, yeah. he'd be like, hey, I
0: made my money for today. I got to go. So he was like, all right, man. Yeah. He was tattooing for drugs, and then he got me all caught up in it. And then that's where I started an addiction for till about um, 2015. And then I, that's when I decided to give it all up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. out there pretty bad. It was <laughs> I was like a junkie using meth and fucking turned my life around. I met this great girl that I've been with still to this day, and Shit, we're going to the top. That's, that's what I love <laughs> to see you. Yep. I that built nothing. so much in seven years. It's it's crazy how you as soon as you get your head out of your ass, you give yourself about you know six months to a year, depending on how long you've been on it. You get your get your head out of your ass. Get yourself situated, and everything just happens for you.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, I I love seeing the 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 progress on Facebook. You know, yeah. and the social media. You know, obviously I know you in real life too. Yeah but, yeah. but social media and stuff and being like, oh shit, like yeah. and then seeing you get into the the growing and the yeah. helping oh, out yeah. people <laughs> and stuff. The
0: growing
1: it's awesome things. man. Uh, I understand I'm, I'm an addict myself. So, yeah. uh, actually December 26, 2010 is nice. the last time I did any of that.
0: Nice. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's yeah awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's, it is crazy. Like it's so, it's so insane how you can like make a one eighty turn and how your life can just like, you're just, you're so more motivated and and you can see all the things that you fucked off before. And like, you know, if you get focused, I really think that like a recovered addict is one of the hardest, like some of the hardest working, like most interesting, like, you know, people that there is like, I I was just talking about this earlier today. Funny, because I feel like it's almost like we're schizophrenic. Like (laughs) you have this whole fucking life before, and then, like, when you change and, like, like you know, your spiritual principles and your morality and all this stuff changes, like, when you do this. And, like, the person that I was even three years sober is not the person that I am ten years sober. Yeah. Actually, I'm disgusted with the person that was three years sober because I was still doing, like, ill shit in sobriety. Like, yeah. manipulating and lying and maybe not, you know, being hundred percent on some things and you know not not being accountable or you know there's all these things that like once you've and when then when I go back to the schizophrenic part it's like I changed so much that people don't even know that I could even be like that they're like I don't even believe that dude be like that but unfortunately for them that sometimes the old me shows up unannounced
3: <laughs>
1: and nobody likes that, right. you know? And I mean, I don't have to be jacked up on dope for the old me right. to show up. And when the old me shows up, motherfuckers like, dang, I wish the old him wouldn't have showed up. Right. You know, yeah. so um, I think, it, like, I, I definitely think that once, once like what you said, once you get your fucking head out of your ass, bro, there ain't nothing you can't accomplish.
0: You know? Yeah, it seems to all just kind of fall into place too. It's just, uh, you gotta learn yourself first. And then start learning how you, can, uh, how you can apply yourself out there. Well, I think once you stop trying to control
1: everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Then, then life gets really easier because then they're like, I'm not trying to control my chick and yeah. trying to figure out what they're doing at work and trying to manipulate yeah. that whole situation. And then you know, I'm just like throwing shit out. But I know yeah. because like now i got a whole bunch of fuck free time on my hands because I ain't trying to control everybody else's motherfucking <laughs> life. You know, like it got it got real easy when I gave up and started letting the universe take care of shit for me, and I just kind of like work hard and yep. you know kind of apply move, yourself. Yeah, you know? apply myself so. a little bit here and there, and next thing you know,
0: I got something huge accomplished that yep. nobody even thought I could accomplish. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's been my whole thing, man. It's all it's just been everything's been lined up. I go to the universe too, you know. It it just when you start wanting something bad enough, you start everything starts you know falling into place. Next thing you know. Right where you need to be, you know what I'm saying, and it's, you never know when it's going to happen. But as soon as, if you're grateful and you're aware of things, man, it's like right towards the end, here I am seven years later, and it's like doing big things for myself. I love it, yeah. That's it's, awesome, it's, being man. Sober man is the best thing. It's you know, or not, well, some, I don't really say sober because I'm I, you know, I'm, I smoke weed, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so it's more or less just being clean from hard drugs you know? for sure. Yeah, it makes my life <laughs> a lot more manageable. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I it seems like that's the like you said the recovered dudes that I know from that stuff are just like the toughest or like make shit happen or, you know. Like just like I feel like just like a month ago Tom was like I'm going to get buff. <laughs> now he's fucking buff. You know? Yeah. So he's like he's hitting the gym, you know. Oh, I, that determination, you if you kick meth's ass, anything else is going to yeah. be Well, I I
1: I think <laughs> As a dope fiend, I would drive 30 miles in a snowstorm with no windshield wipers and no headlights (laughs) and a radiator half full of water in suspicion there might be some dope over there. Not that there's even any dope suspicion that there might be dope. And I show up not even have money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hoping that somebody just gonna give me a knot a or yeah. whatever it is I'm trying to get right. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> fuck if I just apply half of that to my life doing good yep. shit. Holy fuck! Yep. Like, I, I for real, man. Like what I just said, that is a, it's a little exaggerated, but I've really done that in a snowstorm. Drove across town, yeah. didn't have any money. Didn't They, they did. didn't answer my phone calls or nothing. I show up and fool's like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn, they're throwing snowballs at me. <laughs> get out of here. It's three in the morning. You're stupid. You know what I'm saying? And, like, when I think back to that, that's how, for me, when I had to get, when I got sober, that's what I, that's how I had to treat sobriety is I had to be willing to go to the same links that I would go to to get dope. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yep. I apply half of that to what I do in business. Well, if I just get up every morning and, you know, fucking brush my teeth and start making phone calls, fuck the day, it'll just snowball out yep. and next thing you know, I'll have a whole bunch of shit accomplished and, yep. like, that's way easier than getting in a car, driving all the way across town in <laughs> yeah. the snow right? <laughs> oh, and, and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: so I'll take it. You know, the thing is, like, like holding yourself accountable, too, that's, that's, uh, you know, at first, I was, so, I was so strung out on dope that, Everybody, it was everybody else's fault. Why my life was, why the way I, I was, you know? So I've heard when, of it. And, it. and it it gets scary after a minute because you're holding secrets and things like that. No one knows you're doing dope, but you kind of have a suspicion, but you have this little secret life, you know? And when you finally, it's like real scary to hold yourself accountable. It's like to really, you know, admit that it's all you, you know? And oh, I know. So when you finally hold yourself accountable, you know, it's actually 10 times easier. It's actually, you fear doing it but when you finally get to doing it a bunch, it's like, you're just over there. Like, yeah, you know, you're just holding yourself accountable. It's like nothing. It feels great. It's not as scary as what everybody else, that's why people avoid it, you know? But uh, so yeah, and plus, you know, I don't know, man, that's, that's one big thing is holding yourself accountable on anything, especially with something like that with recovery. But, uh, but yeah, that's the most important thing in the world for my, my life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Cause without it, we probably don't have a
1: life. <laughs> yeah, Would be would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, that's been the way it looks for me. Well that <laughs>
2: determination definitely shows in your career too. I mean, like you work at a cool shop and
0: you're yeah. killing tats and stuff and Yeah. Yeah. Six one eighty has been I mean, just a huge blessing. Uh, knowing Matt and Matt's my uh boss, he uh his birthday is the exact same birthday as mine, which when we were when I went to his house too, you know I went up to the shop talked to him. First thing I said to him when I he was talking to some dude, right? The dude leaves. It's just me and him. He's like, "Hey man, I'm like yeah, I'm Tom." Blah, blah blah. He's like, "Cool." And I said, first things first. Before we go any further, I said I am a recovering drug addict. I said I used to be a junkie. I used to shoot up meth. I said I don't do that shit no more. I turn my life around. But I want you to know that that's that's this is who I am. This is you know what I'm saying this is what you're hiring into your show. Yeah. So he's like, "Cool man, whatever you know." So we went to I went to his house the next day. Me and my old lady. Sat around and talked to him because his old lady is like Tiffany. She's the piercer and mm. she's got a really big intuitive, per, you know, she can tell when someone's a joke. And uh, so we went there to kick it and we all hit it off. And as soon as they t- I told my birthday, it was like, oh, that's my, that's my birthday. <laughs> so we hung out for like two years every you know, every time like that on his birthday. and shit. So, but yeah, 618 Inc is, fuck, I work with a bunch of badass people. Uh, they all want to do nothing but better themselves and, and progress that's awesome that's very very important because you know people would ask me all the time when i was scratching how come you don't want to work in a shop and i know i had an arrogant mind but i said i didn't really want to work with nobody that i couldn't learn from that i i didn't want to work in a shop that my work was where they're you know it better than them pretty much you know what i'm saying i want to work for somebody that i can come in and go holy shit i gotta fucking work (laughs) you (laughs) know i gotta get to work and that's what that's what it all started i have a picture when i first started 618 inc of my tattoo into the ones i'm doing now and it's completely different
2: yeah, it's you never stop learning and you know you i, I always uh, said i'd rather be the worst guy at the best shop mm-hmm. you know yep. than the best guy at somewhere that's right you know <laughs> absolutely and i mean i think anybody that meets you can tell you're a determined dude and you're a straightforward guy
0: yeah. so i'm sure that read through real easy on yeah. the first meeting and <laughs> yeah i just i get right out the way you know i i do bear a past that I still, you know, still deal with. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but uh, you know, I keep myself busy and keep myself around good people. You know, those thoughts don't come when I'm bored. Yeah. I'm sitting there doing nothing, you know what in I'm saying? To... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I... Eventually, that won't even be a thing, bro. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I I hardly, like, other than like, talk about it in a positive light, like, and you know, you did not talk about it in a positive light by introducing yourself to Matt like that in my opinion, but like, I think that's really admirable and, but like at some point I feel like even, you know, I have weed leaves on my face and I was in sobriety, you know, 10 years now. And like, that was not really an accepted thing and people are right. weird about it and all this shit. But like, like, you know, when you're, like you said, when you don't have any fear, you're just upfront yeah. about stuff. Like, you know, I take yeah. this medicine instead of opioids, yeah. you know, and like you can call it. California sober or whatever you want to call it, but like I'm not doing do I'm not doing Yeah, taquito sober or whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Fucking put a chokehold on it. Fuck,
2: call it dog shit. Fucking fucking <laughs> yeah, as long I mean,
1: like my life's 110% better. Like it's the best life I
0: know. So yeah, when it becomes manageable, you know, it, it becomes desirable. I mean, you know, and I'm struggling on dope, trying to figure out. You know, my, my main focus was how I can get it, when I can get it, and all that kind of stuff. And just a point in time, man. You're like, man, I want to grow up so bad. I hate this life. You know. Well, you made it out, and you know.
2: How How old are you? I'm 39. Okay, I thought I thought we. Were, I'm 30. I, th- I knew we were about the same
0: age. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I always I remember <laughs> I that. made it this far. That's what. That's another thing. That's why I wanted to get in shape. I wanted to start doing better for myself. Yeah. Because you know, I'm 40 years old and. If I'm lucky and I make it past all odds of, you know, what, what there is, I can make it to 60 or 50 or 60, you know. And if, if I do that, well, shit, I better look forward to another 10 more years. <laughs> I want to make sure that I can wipe my own ass. Though, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I want to be that, that 70-year-old man is out there playing basketball with the, with the grandkids or something. Yeah, you know? no, for sure, yeah. I mean, you've already, yeah, you made it past all that other stuff. So, I mean... Yeah, it's well time to treat the, yourself good yeah, and, it's time to get the body that I've always desired and wanted that you know I had a it's like I have the mind of a of a warrior but a body of a of a slouch you know I just I just want to be that person that, that's in good shape and looking good and you know in confidence and all that kind of stuff making it happen yeah absolutely that's yeah, been the best thing in my life so far can't say it's did anything wrong or did anything bad you know
2: yeah that's I mean that's true so you you like to do black and gray, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Yeah, I've always I've always
0: thought that or seen. I could tell that yeah. you know. Yeah, I just I'm just not always been uh, real super big with a bunch of different color palettes and things like that. I could I could put a bunch of different stuff together, but when it comes to like super you know colorful things like you know hyper-realism or whatever, I, I just don't really get into that. But I like to do some color like bold color and yeah. things like that. But black and gray is just more to me appealing for me, you know. And uh, I just, you know, I just think it looks cool.
2: I, even like back in the day, too, you were
0: into the black and gray. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, Paul Booth would really, is really what got me into that. Paul Booth, uh, Bob Tyrell, you know, all of them. Uh, were you? Did you, uh,
2: I remember the first convention I worked at, Bob Tyrell worked directly next to where oh I was. It was God. so stressful. Oh I don't even tattoo God. like that, but, I, you know, I, I love all tattoos. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And that he was here, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that was that year, LT. That was the. <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, and that was that was the year, bro. I br- I brought Roman, and yeah, that was a wild. Yeah.
2: It was a wild. Uh, we had, there was a
1: line around the building to see Roman. Wow,
2: That
0: yeah, was my crazy, my boss got uh, got tattooed by Roman at his shop. Really? <coughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> when? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, let's see, <clears throat> back in I think 2018 or something
1: like that. Oh, okay. 17.
0: Yeah, yeah, like kind of recently. Yeah what do he get bio or, yeah, he or a picture of himself A uh, uh fied uh, portrait of himself <laughs> that's funny yeah he's got a bunch of crazy different tattoos on him
1: i worked with roman for about five years uh, yeah traveled with him a lot and i brought i brought him here and uh we like brought tony ramel from tattoo society here uh, megan hoogland was here that year and, yeah my bud chris has a bunch of tattoos from her uh me and Josh Martin booth together.
2: That, that was year. that was a wild that was a wild so that convention. So I got sober right after Stu got kicked out. Well that convention I could see why you'd get sober after that was a wild year. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah no 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 I got so I went back home and like spun all the way out of control and then fucking Yeah I had to get sober.
2: <laughs> like
1: that that remember like Stu Fucking got kicked out For fucking You
0: state. remember oh, Stu. Stu I definitely do Stu. Stu. I love that dude You
2: know what man. he's doing now He's a cop He's a fucking detective
0: Oh detective Now oh, yeah nice. He's <laughs> Look, he set out from the very start. I've seen it from the very beginning where he was a, a, a body modificator. Mm-hmm. He scarred. He I'm cut him you. under the bus. He was doing coke and got fucking yeah. thrown oh, out. Oh, yeah. Dude, bleeding all over the place. Oh, no. so you're
1: that a cop a that he used to do coke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shit show. He
2: yeah. owns a he owns up coke so cop. Shit. Coke. <laughs> He's doing great now. That <laughs> was a fine, wild... but I'm going to throw him under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. him. A you're wild. a cop. That's where I'm putting you. That yeah. was a wild... That was a wild... But Bob Tyrell was... He was like, hey, can I use your armrest? And I was like, yes. Yes, yes you can. (laughs) And he was, that shit, he kills it, but it was slow. You know, it was a, those tattoos (laughs) were. You didn't get that armrest back for three
1: days.
2: (laughs) That was on the Sunday. And I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I got to go home, you know. Just take it home. And he goes, um. He goes. I'll make sure you get it back. And he goes. I'll leave it at the front desk. And I went down the next day, and he left it at the front desk with the note. And Bob is the nicest yeah, guy. I was super. I, still, yeah, he was, Bob well. He was yeah, very nice. Awesome. And me and Bob have a birthday that was one day
0: apart. Really good. Really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I, st- I still have is like my first armrest. I'm like Bob Tyrell did a portrait of a French bulldog with this armrest. Yeah. And right. Like, get
0: it authenticated. And he was.
2: He was cool. I never. This is the Bob Tyrell armrest. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to uh, meet. I've been to Paul Booth's shop. Oh my god! And it was, uh, it was awkward. I won't lie. You know, yeah. I mean, it was cool. Like it, it like I was just, just a couple years ago. I was in New York and I uh, was walking around and I was like, oh shit, it's fucking Paul Booth's shop. You know, and from our age group, you know, when we started, mm-hmm. that was like, oh dude,
0: that was this deep, is the yeah.
2: motherfucking man. You know, yeah. oh yeah. And um, I walked in and it's an art gallery and it's just like just plain, like not plain, but like just a regular art gallery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this last right? And they're like. Downstairs. And then I th- I swear, dude, a red light with smoke was like blowing <laughs> up from this fucking basement. And That's I walked dope. down these steps and there's like shit sculpted in the wall. You know, yeah. like ah. and I walked down there, I'm like, oh doo-doo. you know, I'm like a midwest dude, so I'm just like, Oh, hi everybody, you know. And I walked down there and it was dark with just little individual lights where everybody was tattooed. It was like it was fucking crazy and they, wow. they all looked it was like the people looked at me <laughs> I was
1: you're like, not wearing black <laughs> i was like you know that's why hey that's why stefano left was because he goes i don't want to always wear black <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes me unhappy
2: i waved i was just like all right because paul wasn't there i was like oh, i'd like to meet cool. him you know he, he wasn't there but i just grabbed a business card and i was like take care guys but it is, i mean it's a wild job wow. it's, i've painted
1: there I've really know. oh yeah there's I'll show you pictures. Yeah, that.
2: it was. Uh, yeah. I was just like, oh, nobody's here to collaborate some with Some shops will chat, you know, but
1: oh, with Roman, awesome. Little Dragon, Josh Carlton, Jesse, Yin, Damn. Uh, Paul, uh, John Clue. Um, oh, man, it was crazy. It was, um, crazy. It was, it was one of Tony, it was, well, Tony Rommel, too. It was like one of Tony. So I used to go to New York for Tony Tattoo Society. Yeah. There For his birthday every year, <clears throat> we used to go and fucking wild out. And mm-hmm. we'd go to, like, Paul's and, like, paint or, like, there'd
2: be, like, something going on at art show. John Clue was here one year, right? Who was that that tattooed Tommy's foot? Mm, he probably—I think John Clue might have been here, maybe. Does he work in New York still? Yeah, he works in Jersey,
1: I think. Okay. I, I can't remember <clears throat> if I met him or not. But, yeah, no, I've— I know Paul.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I know my Actually, buddy. the place I went to was upstairs, which because we had to ride like a See, freight I, elevator. I walked up into some, upper, he had like caskets and booths. I yeah.
1: think more wow. recently, well, I think now he's actually, I think he's, I better not say, but I, he's probably, I heard that he's not in the city and that he's like in a private studio really? since
2: COVID shit. Mm. Yeah. Because I know, do uh, you remember, uh, you've met him before, be probably my, one of my best buds, Denny. He has this Paul Booth uh, flashes on the same spot. And he's from West Alton. Oh, really? I was, I was like, man, you guys. Are- think-
1: oh, let me see this. I bet wonder- I know this thing. Oh, there. that. Oh, I yeah. thought this was, I oh thought no, there, there's just. I thought there. that was the thing, like the yeah. the tree looking thing. With I'm sure the legs, you know. That. I've seen that too. Yeah. No, I know
0: all oh, those yeah,
2: flash pieces. Oh, yeah. That was a popular. Holly Price did that one. You, you for sure. I've crossed paths with Denny at some point or another. But he, I remember when we were. I, i'm speaking of that area because he's like a west alton dude now or was when we were growing up <coughs> yeah, he had this tattoo when he was like 14. he got uh inverted crosses like his whole leg mm-hmm. from a guy called wolf
0: yeah wolf yeah. yeah i know yeah i've heard of that guy i
2: i don't know i haven't seen i met him once he was nice i, I haven't seen him in years but i just remember yeah over there yeah i've heard of that guy i don't really know him personally or nothing like that yeah but uh, then he's like, I traded a subwoofer for it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't have a car. Where the fuck you get a yeah, subwoofer? Right. Um, I got to put on my
0: bike. Yeah, <laughs> That's so funny. I'm, and I was uh,
1: just kind of talking about that earlier, today too. Like, you know, like, you can have a vice squad for, like, the strip club or something like that because there's money in it, right? Money being embezzled. But, like, so now, like, I... The state of Missouri won't... They literally won't go pursue anybody, like, scratching or any Like, they won't have anything to do with it unless you want to file a case. Oh, like, personal. And, and, like, this whole thing, right? And I was like, well, it's crazy. Like, we pay you all to license us and be licensed and these kind of things. And then, like... <clears throat> But when you think about it, it's like some dude's fucking tattooing for VCRs out of his fucking house, smoking (laughs) meth, like where you you roll up and get fucking six VCRs from you. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, because like anybody that's scratching out of the house is like not really making money. Yeah. You know, because one day, even if you're a hundred dollars an hour out of the house, one day some dude's going to come over and be like, yo, I just got like this. And you're going to be like, you know, I
0: could just do it for that, you Mm -hmm. know? And like, yep. Next thing you know, you're a hoe. Yep, you know. That's exactly what's. That's why I hated scratching so much. Is the fact that I nah. would go to people's houses, I'd have to you know deal with their dog or deal with some other stupid shit. That I, I just I just hated the fact that I, I was I was working, like, under their conditions and not my own. And you know, what I'm saying. So, I was just glad that finally, when someone, when this dude, see me on Facebook, he invited me to come out to the shop and seen that I did decent work. So I was I was pretty you know stoked to get back into the shop.
1: Yeah, awesome. no, I, I get, did not,
0: I get it. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to like, like structure myself to the point where I only worked from this point to this this time, and I charged you know so much, it all went by. You know, everything was so. There's no none of this. You know, I I work for you kind of shit. You know,
1: nah, no, I <laughs> know. It's
0: it's whack,
1: bro. Like yeah. that's people don't realize that. Like you you have to like I've had people ask me, well, what would this? Especially in California, it used to happen a lot. Is people. People tattoo out of the house and be like, "What would you charge me out of the house?" I'd be like,
0: "Double what I charge." Yeah, you that's, that's, why, I, that's why I tell people now because I get that same thing. Yeah, i like, they "Want me to come to their house?" And I'm like, "No." I'm like, <laughs> "Well, that's gonna be on my day off to begin with, right?"
1: <laughs> then I gotta pack up everything, yeah. come out there and be uncomfortable. Fuck, gonna be double, dog. Yeah, you know, like, like <laughs> right. when I start thinking about it and like, you know, that doesn't work out for people, and so yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah, it's just funny because it's not worth anything. Yeah, no, you know, it's like, not. Like, uh,
0: and I yeah. stay, and I stayed literally in my my the, the skill set. I stayed in. I went dormant. I didn't get any better. I was just I was just tattooing for dope or tattooing for you know a little bit of money here. I was just trying to hurry. I was not taking nothing serious, and and that's the part that I knew I had something to apply. I just had to do it in the right environment, you know, and so that's why I was like, finally, I was so happy to get out of the. Out of the house and into a, a good shop. Yeah, no, I've 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 been in both. I've been, I've I've ended
1: up there because of dope and like, yeah. there's nothing worse than that. Like, <laughs> I got a tattoo to do this dope, you know, and then I want to. Well, first I'm gonna go do some in the bathroom, and yep. then like, then I really don't even want to do your tattoo. No. Yep. Right. <laughs> and like, yeah.
0: now I need to get you out of here yep. and like. <laughs> It's the worst, yeah. worst, worst, worst. And then, yeah, then you go around and you see him someone They're like, "Yeah, I still got this." You know, looking at you, you're just like, mm, "My God, you're like, uh, I should oh. did more dope." <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah don't you still owe me for that, dog? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's.
2: um I could yeah. imagine that being. I mean, tattooing just alone is so in, inherently stressful to me. That's like when I've had people like, "Oh, don't you, you know, do something I'm like nah, I need everything to be." <laughs> i mean i'm a fucking i have to know where
0: i'm reaching for what and what you know like yeah. i just man there's a horror story i i this is funny i'm bringing it up but so way back in the day when i was on on the shit i was actually fucking around shooting up bath salts and stuff so I, this is terrible wow yeah it was it, no no that, it was pretty bad I mean, i'm a little interested <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll tell you i fucking not, uh, not like you yeah i fucking this dude came over so it was a buddy of mine right so these two dudes come over and uh I said to him, Do dude, dude wants an old school clothespin, and he wants clothespin mafia, C-P-M. Mm. So I, uh, I draw it out. I fucking, uh, I draw it out. I, I go in the bathroom. I do a shot. I come back out. He says, oh, it, you mixed the words up. It was, you put C-M-P. I said, oh, okay, cool. I'll fix that <laughs> real quick, right? So I, I literally sit there for a second. I go back over I, I put the words back in it, I, so I, I make it right where it's supposed to be. Cut it out, sit on my thing, and then uh, I fucking, I guess I go back in or something. I, I might have just, that's probably when I went and did, did the shot. I don't think I did the shot right off, like, two like that. But anyways, I go and do a shot, come back out. I grab the thing, put it put it on top of his stuff, start going to town, didn't even think about it, and put the old stencil on ah. <laughs> And fucking just, and, just, and then I did a tattoo and the, the misspelled part you on him. Close mafia pins. I was like, right. and he's still, we, I mean, he's a good friend of mine, so yeah, we just good. talked about it recently, and I was, uh. You know, we kind of laughed, about I told him exactly what went down that day, and because uh, he didn't know, but I'm sure he fucking figured something. You know, but uh, I told him, I said, "Dude, just come up to the shop sometime, man. I'll I'll completely do a whole new tattoo for free. You know, make it." Yeah, up yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I have so one. You know, I have another dear
2: friend who, you know, went through his own struggles and and got. His, he's doing great now, ten years clean and stuff. But, you know, he felt bad about. You know the people that he had tattooed when he was out there and stuff. And I said, yeah, you know, he reached out to everybody, but it's like also, eh, they kind of knew what they were doing too. Yeah. So you know, it's cool that it's your bud and you can help him out, but yeah. it's like, eh, you know, it is what it is when you're, you know, when you're, you know, when you're in the jungle, you're gonna get jungle diseases. Yeah, you exactly.
0: Know? I man, it's just an unmanageable life. It's just so so chaotic, you know. And when when it's chaotic like that, all you know is anger because or sadness, but mostly with mine was anger. So, and then meth fueled that anger. So I'm just constantly an angry person, you know? And so when you get off that shit, you sit back and you're like,
3: ah, oh, I can just calm <laughs> down.
0: I can be old. I want to be like that old man where he's like super nice, but he's like, the, you know, so you sit back and you try to Got pick which stories. old man you want to be like, you know, yeah. be the, the grumpy old man or the or the fun loving, caring <laughs> old man. <laughs> I want to be the stoner old man.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's a good path.
0: Yeah. I want to supply all my kids and shit, you know, with, with my, their, with my <laughs> cannabis. Yeah, hell oh, yeah! I'm the I'm that guy that they call Skunkle, who's like, oh, I'm <laughs> the that that always stinks, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it smells good, stinks. Yeah. That
1: cannabis for men. <laughs> Skunkle. I I just saw that recently somewhere. Yeah, uh, probably on
0: the social media. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I bought a shirt that said that shit. It was fucking hilarious that one Uh uh-oh what are you you doing over there lt
1: Uh, you know i'm going through some dog manner uh i got some point break here uh just we just finished up some point break (laughs) we got another we got a fresh jar it's very very terpy i love got some black maple here
2: Some smells let me smell i like smelling this yeah uh... thanks sir Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's black maple yeah
1: Here, I'm going to put you on the point break. You you had the black Ooh. maple already.
2: Mm. That's called that on that. What's that? I call it. It looks like a screwdriver to me. It's a dab tool. Okay. It's a, on that dabber, tool. Is, yeah, da- tool.
1: It's on, the, it's on a monkey from monkey nugs uh, is the guy's name off of uh, Instagram. That's what you're getting ready to do. It's a point break, which is... Uh, Starring
2: Keanu Reeves.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, got a real gassy smell to it. Very like, gassy. It's one of my favorites, actually. Uh, but yeah, this sure. is all from my buddy like Dogman Troop in uh, Michigan. Uh, he, he makes some really nice hash. That's back to banana, I think I just sent you down there. This is Dolce de Uva. Ooh.
2: I like these little jars, too Yeah, they're oh my gosh,
1: Myron jars Black Myron
0: jars uh, They got, like, the PTFE lid Um very foul, turpy smell I love this glue, like, gassy Which one is a, that? Uh, you said it was the um, it says on the, the side de, The Luce The Luce de Oh, the de, de,
1: de Uva Oh, my gosh, that is Dolce de Uva
0: mm. I, I love that one That's my favorite one after so far
1: That point break smells like kind of fruity it so I know that it has some tangy like way back into the breed of point break. I, I think I think it's like Tropicana cookies and something else, wave crasher maybe. Uh, you can do the stab once it's ready, it, you know. 460 is where I got it set, or, you, you, guys can ever hit, heard or uh, you can do it super hot, like no, no like no. Boo likes them.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard of uh, elevated St. Louis, uh, Jeremy Hunter? Yeah, he's out of, uh, I think he's out of Waterloo. Um, but he does his own, like, I in. Mean, I do grow-offs with him and stuff. He uh, he gets his, he's got a little business going that he sells clones and sells seeds, does his own seed company and things like that. What's that, that called? Uh, it's a Midwest murder line. It's uh, but it, elevated St. Louis is. is, is um, I feel
1: like I probably
2: follow up. I've seen that on Instagram.
0: I'd, I'd have to look. I probably. I feel yeah. like I've seen or heard that. But yeah, what about it? Yeah, he's just a cool ass dude. I do a lot of uh, like he does grow offs and does things like that to get the com- community involved. But he gets a he has a cut that we are doing now that is called Truffle Aloha Number no. Two by Bee Leaf Organics, and uh, his, he's got a really good expensive uh, type you know clones. Like some of them are a thousand. The cut I got is a thousand. Uh, The cut that he, some of them have, are like five thousand into a, but he, yeah, it's bomb ass shit. I'll take a second.
1: Yeah, I got um, I got a friend in Oklahoma that actually does a lot of stuff with belief.
0: Who's your friend? Is it? Don't tell me, Slim. Uh,
1: You know, I, I don't, I'm not gonna say his name right now. We'll, we'll say it later.
0: Do you have a company?
2: Off air.
1: Cannibal. Okay, never mind. or Cannibal. Can. That's the name of the company, but. I can tell you
0: the dude's name and I can
1: like show you, but no,
0: I, I, yeah, I won't no, talk about it right no, I, now. I just, well, the person I was thinking of is, has a dispensary and his name's Slim. He's a, yeah. he's legit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, well, this dude. Why I didn't know if you were.
1: So I'm pretty sure this dude's in the league. Well, it's Oklahoma. So like the legal market's pretty.
0: Yeah, he does things with B-Leaf also. He's got the Chimera 2 strain. This dude,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. They might be the same person. They might be with the same company because this dude definitely has the camera. I was down. I was down looking at the farm earlier this summer, and actually, I I I did some some test
0: wash for them and nice. Uh, yeah. yeah Carter, so. Carter Creek Cannabis is the person I'm talking about. He does stuff just like exactly what you do. He uh, he um, does your live resin. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Uh, water, water, yeah, water hash, water hash, solventless. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's called uh, icy melt solventless uh, extractions.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll pass some some IG stuff when we're cool. done. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so we'll. I think this uh, uh, smelling things we just did is a good transition to the weed kind of. Yeah, the, I mean, can I call it weed or do I gotta say cannabis?
1: You can call it whatever you want. It's like saying weed. I like the weed. Mm -hmm. Call it whatever you want. Yeah, I I just I don't want to, like, offend anybody. No, like, I just use cannabis a lot when we're on here just to, I don't know, keep it more, like...
2: Kind of work with the the changing... uh.
1: Well, I think that's part of what our problem is, is that we don't have, like... Everybody doesn't use the same terminology. Like yeah. so like when we talk tattoos, right, we all have the same vocabulary, strokes and da-da-da-da-da. And it's taken many years to get this vocabulary and even to be able to describe these things. But now we all like we can talk and we know what we're talking about. Right. Like you just said, can I call it that? And, then, and I think that that's what the problem is, that there's not, like, a solid vocabulary of anything. So, like, it's it's just, like, like I call this hash. It's really rosin. Mm-hmm. But it came from water hash. It's it's pressed. It's cleaned. It's actually rosin. Let That's what I should be calling it. But, mm, you I know, figured. then some people will call BHO hash, and that's not hash. Yeah, right. That's, that's yeah. liquefied trichomes, which right. is something different. Um, But I think... I think that's one of the things that weed, cannabis, marijuana, all these things, it needs is it needs a vocabulary that everybody can like have a, you know, a uniform talk about. And that's when you can start to actually have like real conversations about things and get past. I feel like a lot of those names were put on it like just to, like you wouldn't call, I don't know, like an orchid some fucking weird name <laughs> you know what i mean like right. the, they they did that shit to like uh, you know downplay it or something no like well like marrow I don't, I don't even think marijuana is like a real thing i think they made that up i think that's like a mexican word that they made up to mm. make it like where it's racist on mexicans i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that but i think there's something i've heard well and just to kind of back that up, in Michigan, they have to use an H when they spell marijuana on the thing. For some reason, in their state, because they don't use Js. Wow, I don't know what that's for. Like a gang yeah. <laughs> yeah. using sixes and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's weird, right? Like when I was over there and I was reading their shit, and they said marijuana. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh. You know, just put an H in there. <laughs> but I, I'm it. pretty sure that they made up we the word Because, mar- like, <laughs> marijuana has nothing to do with the word cannabis. Yeah. That's, and, and, like, uh, that's a, I'm 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 pretty sure that that's, like, a, a, a Mexican derivative and that they did it to, like, promote race. Because, like, a lot of this stuff is, the prohibition of this stuff was, built-in racism you know oh they smoke a little bit of marijuana they go crazy rape our women blah 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 like dude like if you go back and look at like those old like marijuana madness
2: reefer madness madness and all all
1: those things like that's real life bro they were they were doing like that speaking
2: of crazy names you know what my dad calls hash don't should i tell you this
1: you did, but now I can't even remember because I uh, smoked r- so much hash.
2: Resin from his one hitter, and then he'll roll it in uh, cigarette he calls, ashes. He calls that <laughs> out. All growing up, he's like, oh, was, Where's my hash at? I'm like, <laughs> Then when I was. Like I was like 16, and I started smoking weed, and I was like, "Let's make some hash." And I scraped the pipe, and then my friends like, "The fuck are you talking?"
0: About? <laughs> oh, hell no! What like, well, my dad said? Yeah, <laughs> they're
2: like, "That's just smoking gross ass resin rolled. In I'm like, "Who's got a cigarette that can ash on?"
0: <laughs> we used to use, we used to use the ashes in a pipe to keep from the resin. Like, no. you know, we'll put a big old flat thing on top and and burn it that way. I mean, I remember those days, dude. <laughs> Hard up for resin. <laughs> I've heard of holes.
2: Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> On a can See, with now my little holes is. poked in and some ashes on yeah, top. Yeah, my ah, thing is it was might roach make good rock pipe, too. <laughs> yeah, Heard <right>. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like
0: uh, keeping those uh, roach blunts and shit. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a whole pile of fat, nice big old bag weed, and I'll have like six or seven good roach blunts, and I'll just like rather smoke that sometimes. <laughs> Potent. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the non-filtered fucking palm oil cigarette. <laughs> What <laughs> um do you
2: remember like the first time you smoked weed?
0: Yeah, um so, uh, so, yeah, so uh, oh yeah as a matter of fact. So um so I I worked with I worked with my buddy at a junkyard. His dad owns a junkyard and shit. And uh uh he was smoking in front of me one time, you know, a couple times and he's like Hey, man, you want to hit this? And I was like, no, man, I don't smoke bowls, right? I, like, I smoke, <laughs> but I don't smoke bowls. So the next thing, he's like, he hands me a joint. No, man, I don't smoke joints. What do you smoke? Well, I smoke bongs, you know, and he didn't have a bong, so I was, I was like, so anyways, we go over to his buddy's house. Now, Donnie, my buddy Donnie or whatever, he, uh, he's a guitar player, and he was so cool back in the day, and I'd see people bring down trash bags of pot. You know, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Because my mom and dad, they, uh, they smoked and all that shit, and they made it real cool in the house. So... Uh, <laughs> So we're sitting down, all right, and I, and a dude starts packing up this bong, this little snake bong that had a coil up, and then the mouth was like the, the bowl <laughs> or whatever. And uh and I seen him hitting it. So I'm sitting there going, okay, I know this is it. I have to hit it now. <laughs> You're so in. I'm sitting there studying them, like how how are they doing this? So I'm watching him hit it and I'm watching to see how much smoke and then pulling it. So I'm okay. So they get it to me, and I think I have it, I feel like I have it. I'm sitting there hitting it, I go to pull it, and he's like, No, no let you're know, trying to tell me put it back, put it back down there. So I, I'm doing this and he's telling me put it back down. So I go to do that, and he's telling me put it back down. So he's trying to keep me in keep it in there. So next thing you know, I get this big ass rip, dude, just chokes me out, man. And everyone's laughing at me and they're like, "Oh, you've, you 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 smoked before?" And I was like, "Yeah." You know what I haven't, but I'm just, Oh my god, I was so fucking ripped, man. They were making fun of me and and I just remember from that point on, I was just I, you know, I just want to smoke all the time. You know, cuz I just but man, that was how old bad. were you? I was about 13. Do you remember what strain it was? No, I don't. It, it was was probably wasn't bag, really a strain. Bag. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Ba- ba- uh trash bag pot. Trash, large, trash you know? bag pot. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh.
1: So, yeah, so that was the first time you smoked, or?
0: Yeah, that was the first time I ever smoked at that point. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, my mom let me smoke pot when I was like 30. I had a bad anger problem, you know, and she, when, uh, she confronted me outside one day. I was smoking with this girl down in the street, and she, she asked me. She's like, "Let me be, on, or be honest with me." She's like, "Are you smoking pot?" And I was like, "No, I'm not," you know. And she's like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Well, why?" And she's like, "She's like, well, I was just gonna see if maybe you know that that girl had like a couple joints she could sell." And I was like, oh, well, uh, "Well, let me let me go. Yeah, I think I have. I have been, mom. Let me go. I'll go back." So I got. I brought back like three big old fat ass joints for nothing. They just rolled because they they were like, "I was like, my mom wants these joints." And like, so here you go. So. I brought him back, and she was just like all excited, and let me have one of them, and fuck, at that point I was good, <laughs> you know. But I, it calmed me down a lot, you know. And but uh, but yeah, at that point, you know, I, I've been smoking ever since, you know. So yeah, obviously, and then you you
1: progressed on later in life and did more drugs, and then yeah, and then you got clean and. So what what brought you back to, did you ever stop at all, or you just, it, that's what you, like, went right back to as soon as you got off of the main
0: well, dope? Yeah, so when I was on meth, it was a lot of speed, so I didn't really like being high that often. I would smoke sometimes, but I found myself just being more interested in meth. So when I finally got off that, yeah, I, I started using that for sure um, a lot more and became more of a hardcore, like I used to be before meth, but... uh but yeah, and then I really started once I started growing was in during the pandemic, and uh, you know, and a lot of I've
1: heard of it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, so I, my, my uh, boss, and then another artist up at the shop was talking about they got their um, they got their uh, license and stuff, and was talking about how to grow. And so it just kind of fueled me from there. You know, they were we was always talking about it. So every day when I started growing, we come back the next day and we'd talk about stuff and i'd be like oh no this is happening with my stuff he's like let me and he'd go look on his (coughs) facebook groups and i'd go and look on mine and we'd come back together and we'd have we'd you know figure it out and so let's back it up
1: um so you guys so during the pandemic you worked at 618 inc and you guys all you're shut down for the pandemic yeah so you got a lot of time on your hands you're like Man, what was, what should we do? And you yeah. all are like, yeah, we're gonna fuck grow some weed, and it's like sick. <laughs> and so like
0: three of you at the shop or something, or yeah, maybe, it was actually or, when it started, it, was, it ended up being uh, about five of us yeah. were actually growing. But uh, it all started with I think Matt. He was just you know he got his license and and, uh, <coughs> and uh, <coughs> so what was your like first setup? Like what was your you were telling me earlier?
1: What was your first setup? And uh, what was the first stuff you put in? <laughs> um,
0: and how'd that go well uh, so so my first plant ever was the gorilla glue number four uh, it was our clones there was two of them I nice. bought them from a dude and uh, <coughs> so I brought them home and I had bought um, these little white rose little lights they were like a hundred watt lights or something I bought three of them and I just put them in this tub that we had a, <coughs> a tub that we didn't use in our bathroom and we had a shower and a toilet you know what i'm saying but this tub was sitting there and it wasn't being used so i used that as the, the grow area and uh i uh <coughs> i got some happy frog soil and i put it in there and i used um i was using or, or what was i using at the time see i didn't really understand nutrients at the time so i was you know i think I was messing with like uh, uh general hydroponics uh the three-part stuff yeah i was uh I was going back into uh, organic stuff because that's what me and Coke, my buddy at the shop, was talking about uh, a lot was organic stuff. and uh, Just like organic amendments? Yeah, I wanted to do the or- amendments because I just thought it would be easier to just water without, you know, just pH and then water, and that's it. Yeah. And it was, but I still ran into issues, and, and the issues didn't wasn't fixed fast enough, so I wasn't able to really pinpoint certain things. So, uh, but, yeah, we just uh, – so, you started out in soil
1: mm-hmm. and was, like, doing amendments. And so, you just had, like, what'd you say, like, three lights or something? Three- yeah, I
0: had these little white rose, uh, like,
1: 100. And- they, they like the little square-looking yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're you know, pretty cheap on
0: Amazon. Yeah. Probably, like. So, you did a pretty cheap little setup. How did that go? It actually didn't do too bad. I pulled off, um, like, four ounces off of two plants. Um and then I had a couple other plants that I did not too bad on. But then I ended up get upgrading to a bigger Blurple that was like a 700-watt Blurple. Um, but that sucked for a long time. That sucked for a while. You know, I had to use the glasses. and Because if not, then everything turn your whole vision green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I've never used this. Really, I, I hated them. Uh, they did really well. Uh, but I just hated that part of it, you know. So um, I upgraded to Viper Spectra P4000s. And those are, those are doing great. I'm not familiar with those either. I use uh
1: grower's choice, like 760s or 780s or something. And before that, I was using HLG oh, yeah. 680s, um, I think, or or 8. They were either 680s or 820s or something. Yeah. It, it, they were like the top of the line before they made the Spider. Now they got the Spider or whatever, um, or the the Diablo or something. Diablo like oh, yeah. or something, yeah. yeah. Something venomous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm an old man, so like I just started start throwing words around
0: like Pokemans. man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? those are dope ass lights. Uh, <laughs> I got mine at I paid like 500 bucks before they went on sale to like three 300 and something. But um, I had no issues with them. I've none of my. Uh, my plants don't harm because of the lights and things like that i get real close like i got one right now that's like this close to the light and it's not doing any burning or nothing like that and
1: yeah i've i've actually taken my plants all the way through the lights yeah, yeah and it, it, they the start regging and doing weird shit. but yeah. I, I, it kind of reminds me of the movie the thing like when you start revegging stuff it just starts pushing <laughs> oh, limbs man. out of weird spots and like even right now i've got like some plants that have went full term and they just You can just tell, like the stalks are weird on them because they like, they went from being a a flower and then becoming a new plant again. Yeah, out of the flower, it's it kind of looks like it's it looks like the thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And like, I usually use them for like clones. I don't really try to. I use when I I a plant, and they'll get so crazy that. No, I know,
1: but. I've had a lot of issues the last, like, couple months out of our cycle. Like, we, it's a long story, (laughs) but I hired somebody to come do some work. Shit got drug out a long time. My plants got hot. I got root rot in, like, all, all of them in every stage, but I didn't know that all of the way. So then we finished out a harvest and then found out that, it had been locked out and these plants didn't grow the whole time. And then, Mm -hmm. so I was only able to pull off limbs that were already budded to like go back and clone Mm -hmm. to save for the next round. And then I had to put them in because that's what I had. And so like, it's just now, (laughs) now it's taken, you know, everything takes like two to four months, whatever, whatever you're doing, Takes two to four months to like fix the problem, really. So basically, we're on track for a, a half of a really good harvest, and then this next one is going to be good as long as everything goes the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. But we have a bunch of heat issues at the end of the summer, <coughs> and it's rolled over all the way into winter because, like, I've got plants that were stunned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had started new s- seedlings, and they got stunted too. And I was in the middle of a phenol. It's just been, a, hmm. it's been growing. That's what that that's what growing is. is yeah. like it's kind of. You mess
0: with autoflowers or any, anything, or do you do just nothing but uh, photos? Yeah. Rugs I, or f- or fims?
1: So I only messed with films up till about two months ago, and then I bought a whole bunch of uh, Little Lakes. Mm-hmm. Little Lake Valley Seed Co's stuff and all of his stuff is hash, but it's all regs. And I was like, I feel like I would be stupid not to breed these back to themselves and make F2 seed stock out of the stuff I just bought since I got the males here Mm -hmm. and I've never done it before. And I can just do it. So I did it last month. Now I've got F2s of some stuff called Arrows Con Leche I have some seeds already nice. um, we're just gonna I'm gonna pass those out to some friends and let them like play with them nice. um, and then now though my tent's ready I've collected pollen from like um, a strain called Southern Hash vitality, and I've got the Arrows Con Leche so Arrows Con Leche is basically like sticky rice is what it means like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a uh, like trace leches, but like it's like sticky rice milk is kind of what it hmm. translates out to. Anyway, breed that with Southern tally. I'm gonna name it like red beans
0: and rice or something. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? How Uh-oh. stressful was your first uh, was your first breeding part? How, how, like having your male and your, and your female for the first time, doing that. How how stressful was that for you? that was stressful as hell for me. I, I had I had uh, ones going flower in my other room, uh, way at the end of the uh, other end of the trailer. And then I'd have my other breeding tent, and I was told, man, like, you know, that that, the pollen can just, you know, one little pollen piece can get on you, and you traveled all the way back there. And I was so afraid of of ruining my other crop back there that I was trying to use, I was wearing white suits and just just being all crazy with it. (laughs) I
1: sprayed myself down with water. Yeah, that's what I
0: started doing. But but I have,
1: so I have two rooms that are side by side, uh, like shotgun. Like, you know what I mean? Like basically if you had a square and then cut it down the middle, right? Or a rectangle, cut it down the middle. I got two big rectangles. So on this side over here is all veg. And all on this side over here is all flower. Well, the flowers is at night and the veg is during the day. Well, I keep all the, the males and all the breeding going on in, in here during the day. So I only mess with them during the day when I can't. I won't make the mistake of going in my own room until eight hours later. Does that make sense? Because my lights are off. I'm not going to go in there. Right. Right. So eight hours later, I've probably changed. I've already sprayed myself. So I, I set myself up from the beginning to not fuck things up. Yeah. And I've got that all controlled in one tent and, uh, so far I only bred what I wanted to breed yeah. and uh I mean like what I did is I let the whole plant like the plants I put in that tent get fucking they're full of seeds but like I'll probably what I'll do is I'll take a plant in and I'll I'll like like paint it a little bit and then I'll spray it down with water and then I'll take it back into the flower room and only let that one piece uh yeah, pollinate. Uh, pollinate, and then the rest of the plant will still be good. Nice.
0: I think, yeah, I think if
1: I set it in there for, like, a couple of days, you know, because this next time I won't even have males in there. Mm. So I won't have, like, pollen just, like, freely flying mm-hmm. around, you know. No. Yeah. Well, actually, I probably will. I think I'm going to collect pollen all winter long. It's kind of, like, the way I got my breeding tent set up is, like, because it'll get hot this summer, I already know. Um, and so I just figured that we'll, I'll just breed all winter in this tent and then in the summer I'll just shut down that tent and call it a day for it. And it it's only four plants anyway, so it's a it's a real small Nice. Like I told you before I do all D W C so like it's a setup in there. I can't just well, I mean I could take it out and put eight pots in there, I guess, but <clears throat> four is
0: what I'm going for in that thing. Yeah. D W C is a, was actually pretty Pretty freaking easy for me when i first started <clears throat> i did it one i did it one time i overthought it the first time i was going to go with this huge system kind of thing you know with this this big reservoir and then all those pieces that i had to order and figure out and all that kind of stuff and then i just got so overwhelmed that i said screw it so then some people on my team were growing in a two bu- two bucket system and this one dude that started actually did really well with his um so i said Fuck it, i'm gonna go ahead and do it so i Got these trip fruits from, uh, from a dude over in, in uh, Amsterdam. <clears throat> and uh, anyways, his name is Dutch Candy Trip High. And this these, uh, strain was uh, trip fruits. And it had like the Malawi gold strain in it. It was a Uzbeki land race. And it had like um, a bunch of cool stuff that he put together, right? Mm-hmm. So I grew, the, I, I popped two seeds, got two females. And I was, I was like super stoked about that. I ended up, dude, these things got so huge. The buds were just way more beautiful. Uh, it was just, man, it was such a great time, and I and it, compl- I was, it was super easy. I literally just mixed my nutrients in a, in a bucket of water. Uh, a week later, I come back to it, switch it out. Check, of course, I check my pH from time to time and make sure that you know, yeah everything's good. I had two air stones in it and check the temperature, and man, it was such an easy.
1: I have, I have like basically, so I, like mine's like recirculating and nice. shit, so like it's on auto all always, so like. Basically, I put water in and nutrients and then, like, it all just runs constantly and, like, change the water every couple weeks or every three weeks or something. Um, but mostly I'm just adding water because they're drinking water. But so I started doing that in the pandemic here in the city and, like, being in the city for me it was better to do the DWC because I could just drain the shit down the drain instead of like transferring out dirt or getting yeah. new cocoa yeah. bags Breaking or bugs in. yeah, Whatever. yeah. And bugs yeah. and all that jazz. So that's why I got into the DWC. But like now I've found that for me, it just works really well. I do want to do some, uh, some, uh, all natural shit, you know? Um, uh I'm I'm spacing out right now cuz I got so high but <laughs> uh, so are you uh, are you doing salts or are you doing no no till yeah Just well I have to use yeah, salts right, yeah yeah no I have to use salts and I'm using Athena right now oh, okay Um I, you have to use salts in yeah. with that being said I and I'm I'm always if anybody wants to like you know comment on the podcast or anything uh I do Want to know if I can make Jadam um, natural ferment nutrients and use them in a DWC. And I don't know why I wouldn't be able to if it's liquid nutrient other than it's just going to make my lines dirty. But I have been actually thinking about trying to make my own nutrients
0: out of... Like a JLF or something?
1: Well, I think it's... Yeah, it's like... uh, and I'm spacey right now too. Uh I think it's like like KNF type stuff where you ferment your liquid amendments, you yeah. know, like you could take I don't know fruits and stuff like this ferment them and basically and it'll like liquefy, an right? Yeah. And then you would have liquid and it would be so many ppms per 100 milliliters or whatever. Yeah. You would just have to figure out what the PPM is once it, once you put it into your system. Right. And it should read it just like anything else or EC or whatever you're running. Right. So I don't know. I don't know enough and I haven't researched enough and I'm not that far yet, but I think that I am going to try to do that, but I for sure want to do like some outdoor
0: stuff or some, uh, look up okay calyx he talks about uh those type of things like fermenting like taking imo uh make uh, like through rice and something else that you've got to grow the breeder uh yeah he does uh he he breeds some romulan genetics like blueberry lines and things like yeah, that. yeah i think i follow him yeah, he sent he, me he donated seeds to my little thing i do with the vegetables does he also
1: like fix stuff on instagram mm,
0: i don't think so i don't know about fixing i don't know stuff. I'll, I'll show you who i'm talking about yeah um
1: yeah, so I've been doing DWC um, pretty much the whole time. So you, the pandemic um, got you started, and like, so how how big is your thing now? Like, how many plants would you say you run? <laughs> the the league the limit, I'm sure,
0: right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 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 all the way to the limit. I got it. Six plants or five plants is a, is a lot to deal with, you know. Especially yeah. when they get to when they're you know they get to be fucking. You know, when you let them veg for three months and you just kind of slack, and next thing you know, you're like, I got to flip these things. Yeah. So you hurry up and do a uh, nice little lollipop and default and, and wait a little bit, flip them, and then let them go. And then they stretch, they become a lot to deal with. You so know? you said
1: you just finished up a heart, or you, you just get finished up with getting rid of a full harvest that you've had. Um, what what was, what What did you have
0: on the in the room this last time oh great yeah so okay so i was looking for a skunk the real true skunk type stuff you know mm-hmm. um so i ran um let's see i started a run uh polecat 91 uh which is got scully hash plant it would cross with uh S S S C skunk um and they were crossed back and forth between those two a bunch uh what it ended up uh, smelling like was like one of your turps in there is is uh it was very like something like glue like a chemical glue skunk foul mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and that was what i was looking for i'm looking for a harsh or a foul terp and uh so i got these regs I, I popped them um then i turned around and got the boss pack from uh from blue skies vienna which is on instagram and he's supposed to be the king of skunk which to be fair i didn't get anything skunk out of that but i only popped uh, six seeds, and uh, I got four females, and they were good, but they weren't anything skunk, so it was I was doing a pheno hunt. that's what he, he explained it to me that I had to do a pheno hunt so uh, then I popped um, wedding punch two from brother Mendel's. Uh, that dude's got always got the f- super fire, and uh, he's out of here in Missouri somewhere um, and then um, trip fruits from my man, Dutch candy trip High. Uh, that was in the dwc that's and that, that was totally super fire stuff <clears throat> then uh, the truffle out of the grow off from elevated st louis and uh yeah and pretty much um what else right now um that's it what are you running right now uh right now is um is uh the truffle number 2 and a couple Clones, I had a couple, my buddy my buddy was growing these plants and he sat next to the window. They were all lanky and janky and just, you know, so I took a clone from it, killed that one and grew these two. And so I don't even know the names of them, but he said it was some pretty good stuff, so.
1: And you grow mostly for fl- flower, I
0: guess? Yeah, mostly for flower, yeah. And I, I use, uh, I use, um, I also will designated, uh, grow two plants sometimes just for the uh, RSO, to make RSO for,
1: veterans. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, we'll get into that in a second. So I want to go back to the, you did some breeding. What what did you end up making yeah. or? So I got or,
0: the pole cats and I just took a female and a male and I put them in the, in their thing and I let them do their thing. Right. Um, the, the first time he busted, it was, wasn't very much the second time, you know, I went and hit him hard and, and he busted pretty good. So I knew that he took, that they took cause right in about the second close to third week of flower, get your pistols up there and they'll turn red. So that's how I thats how I told me was an indication that they took. So I was happy about that. So I let them grow all the way out to the very end, but then I wasn't sure on exactly when to pull them. I didn't want to pull them too soon or nothing like that. Some people told me that you'll see them bulging out of the buds. Some people say they'll drop them. Um, I just pulled them when I pulled my other plants and, uh, and I ended up sending some out. I didn't grow none myself, but I got a buddy, the guy who turned me on to the Polecats. I told him I was going to breed, and I'd give him some of them F2s. So now Mm. he's taking those F2s, growing them out. They're all all like six or seven that he's growing are all nice and uniform. I mean, nice, good structure. And uh, so he's taking one of them, and he's going to. Do the F3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's going to send me back those seeds. Yeah. And I'm going to hit him again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so I'm pretty happy about that.
1: Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Yeah. Polecat, huh? I'll have to look that
0: up later. Yeah, Polecat 91. It's apparently someone seen it on Instagram one day and said, oh, wow, that's cool that you're growing that Polecat 91. He's like, back in the 90s, that was like uh, a big thing in the UK. It was like, you know, it's very, very like pungent in the chemical side of smell. It's yeah i was I was hoping for some skunk but i really do enjoy
1: that smell i had some stuff from uh, my boy quality squishes out in california uh hey <laughs> shout out to quality squishes he took uh i think a second at uh legends of hash for <laughs> full melt and um he just took a couple more places this weekend and Fresno at some place, uh. But anyway, the shit the strain is burnt plastic. I can find out what it is, but it has a real like the the terps on the the rosin was fucking it tastes like burnt plastic. Nice. It I'm really sure. did. It tastes like burnt plastic. It kinda of smelled like it had like that tennis ball kind of smell. Um definitely we're gonna see a lot of gas, I think, this next year with that. Definitely nice. people are looking for that. Uh, I would, if I was trying to do something skunk, I would be probably like be around in GMO and, uh, maybe like try to
0: cross Kim dog or something. With yeah. That's GMO. what this had a Kim, Kim dog. Um, or yeah.
1: Kim something, you know, something with a lot like yeah. heavy Kim in it.
0: Yeah. This was crossed with Kim, Kim dog and, um, uh, um, uh uh, S S S C. I don't know if it's super silver skunk something C. I don't know, not super silver haze. I hope.
1: Yeah, I it's got
0: it's got haze in it. It's it's pretty much. I mean, all the right combinations for uh, a really foul terp. But it didn't come out skunky like I was thinking. But yeah. I still end up, you know, really digging it because when you start growing, sometimes you you run into the same smelling plants. I, I know that I had a couple that smelled good and here and there, but it seemed like I was. I don't I don't really like that fruity. Like I do, but I really like things that set themselves you know, for uniqueness, you know?
1: No, I get it. Well, and there's been a lot of fruit.
0: (laughs) There's been a lot of fruit
1: in the last couple of years. So I think that, I think people are like, that's just how thing, the evolution of things, you know, people, you know, especially probably some of us older cats, like, you know, we want to like taste some of the old days, you know, Mm -hmm. some, some of that stuff actually has, Yeah, I can't even talk about it, but Mm -hmm. I got something really exciting coming up. And, uh, we were talking about a bunch of old strains today there's the hint to it um oh, yeah. but yeah we were talking about a bunch of old strains today and uh listing them out and it's fucking super cool me and this dude the maui wowie
2: I grew Ooh, some you're
1: gonna hey, help me remind because i i need to write that down when i'm done I, I, that's always
2: I, the one i always heard about with
1: Maui.
2: Ti, right. yeah, like. Maui, I Maui I grew some, <laughs> I grew
0: some Maui Waui recently and my my buddy from out here gave me um gave me a clone, right? And so I grew it out and you know, there was there's ever since I've been growing, there's been out of all the plants that I've grown, I've had some booths and some some really good ones, but people talk about the most were the skunk O. G and the Maui Waui that I grew, and then now the trip fruits and uh but that was one of the uh, favorites of people that I would send it out to, nice. and I have them try it, and they're like, everyone was like, yeah, I like that Mali Wai a lot. So that was kind of uh, like a good one that I, that I grew. But I was really more focused on foul terps. I was Ooh. trying to find something that. You know, if, if, you, if, you, if it said dead meat carcass piss vomit, <laughs> I was like, yes, where can I find it? You know what I'm saying? What is her name? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I want, I want that. Uh, the reason why I got the polecat was because this guy named Local, resident cyclopath from Instagram, he was uh, talking about how he grew the uh, boss pack. I guess he got some some skunk out of there and the polecats together. And he said his wife, or no, at some point he walked into his tent. And he kind of gagged Like <laughs> He said the smell was So bad Hey baby And he said that This old lady Will not let him Grow it together no more And uh, so I was like Well I gotta have that So I, I went and found it And bought their last pack It was come with like They come with like 15 beans in it It was all regs And uh, I did have Two herms out of it But uh, the other ones Man are just And they're all Consistent smells You know what I'm saying <laughs> What you got there LT Black
1: maple Got the black Oh that's the that- Black
0: maple Yeah that shit that smell is very like I love the smell of that. I love that terp profile. My um
2: I one of my buds grows uh this stuff called Tahiti Lime. Mm, I I, I think that's my favorite. Like out of you know, I'm a novice anymore. Like I'm getting back like doing this, I'm like, all right, I'm smoking fucking paper <laughs> pens and getting I used to smoke all the time and yeah. got me crazy, paranoid and then yeah. uh, but it's good. Now, I'm getting back into it. But um that was the first time that I smoked weed that I was like, oh, this tastes like a lime, you know? Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. and like it's called and so it's Tahiti lime, but I get it from my dad, and he he likes it a lot, and uh, but he calls it Tahitian lime. Tahitian. It Tahitian. drives me fucking crazy. I'm like, I'm like, Dad, it's called Tahiti lime. He goes, well, Tahiti is Tahitian. He just won't. He's just fucking with me now. Yeah. Did,
1: did Pat have any reviews on the routine garlic? Oh, he stuff? loved
2: it. He loved it. I, I, um, I, I, he put two. So my dad is—he's uh, our unofficial mascot. He's, he's a wild man. He's a wild man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Dad is our unofficial. And like mascot. he's got—he uh, still has uh, two samples from each. Like our bud Chris was on here, and he grows and stuff. And and I'm, I'm gonna re- record reviews from my dad. Pot with Pat. Ah, so, nice. Yeah, he's. Oh, it's gonna be nice. awesome. That's that is is cool. cool. He's—he's uh, yeah, a—he's a good dude. He. Um, Just the photos. Oh yeah, I—I I, I loaded LT up with, I. Uh, you know, my dad's old old tough dude. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm always like, Let me take your picture. And he grew a bunch of we over it was same kind of thing, like Covid times. He grew just in the backyard. He grew some big ass fucking and he told me what the types they were and I have some funny pictures of him like peeking through these fucking plants yeah. and shit. <laughs> and oh, they yeah. got to be like seven foot tall. They were just these giant the, <coughs> and the and we're from like the hood. Like, <coughs> Chambers and Hall's Ferry over there and shit. And there's like nobody around but... Um, and I'm like, Dad, it's like, I, it was definitely during COVID because I had my medical card that I didn't get to use. And uh, and he's like, he's like, oh, I was out here fucking with the plants, and I, I seen a helicopter fly by. And it's like, he lives in like a, a his streets. So it's like a war zone where <laughs> helicopters fly <Yeah>. by, <laughs> where, where
1: ghetto birds exist.
2: And he back, so it's like the yard's got like a thick bush around it. and the center of it's open and he told me that he backed it like that Simpson, like that gif with homer simpson he just hid in the bushes until the helicopter i said dad they don't <laughs> care about yeah. you they're not fucking with you yeah oh man was uh he was like "Nope, no and then around that same time period i have a, a good client who's a a um he's like a narcotics detective in town and shit. And, and um, i called him and um he was he long story short he <coughs> sent some guys over to clear up some to shake up some bums that were or like shitheads that were by the shop where I work. And I was like, Hey, why well, I got you on the phone, man? I'm sitting there with my dad and I got him on speaker and I said, My dad's got about six plants over here in the yard, man. He does not have the proper registration for this, you know? And and he started <coughs> He's like whispering, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, uh, uh, we, were, we got it. Like, my bud didn't give a shit. You know, he was just yeah. laughing about it. But it's like, he's like, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll stop everybody I know. But he, um, he, uh, it's my phone. Okay. I was like, is that cricket? Yeah, I thought my story even, was getting. I don't morning. even know why. I, <laughs> I was like, all right, right now. Now. But he, um, so yeah, he had that in the backyard. And then my cousin that lives with him, like, uh, my, he like ripped all the plants out of the ground to try to get to the weed early or something, but I'm, I'm trying to get my dad to grow up, like get, back. but my other friend, uh, boo, who was on recently with us, great guy. He's like, I'll tell you to help your dad, you know, like get yeah. set up. He's like, your dad has to fucking listen to what I tell him. Yeah. And, you know, like old my dad would be like, ah, I was growing weed in nineteen eighty.
0: <laughs> so, you know, what yeah. like, right? I'm like, dad, I
2: know you were. Like, yeah. this is different shit, and you're you're gonna have to listen to what people tell you. So it took my dad literally five conversations before finally he's like, all right, I'll listen to what you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I do. Once I started learning how to grow pot, you know, I just I really like to help people uh, start growing too. So it, I've gotten a few people to get their their. uh um card you know i've gotten a few people started growing i sponsored my homie it's in my my uh my team you know i sponsored his grow he's now full-on grow now and that's awesome yeah man it's just seeing inspiring people to grow that's been like one of my biggest things man i like you know uh, like even my own family sees me talking about it so much that they uh they want to start growing because of you know, you see how it is for me, and it's changed my life completely. It's yeah. like growing is is like nurturing children that don't speak. That you know <laughs> that, that you but 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 say a thousand words through their structure. You know, yeah. and, and you're looking at it, you can tell they're unhappy, they're sick, or whatever. You know, they're or they're, they're they're flourishing, they're they're happy. So when you do a good job, and you know, and at the end at the very end product, and you got something like this that you're that's awesome. I mean, that's yeah, yeah that's it's amazing stuff man and the, and the medicinal properties of it too on all different aspects i mean uh, the, the cannabinoids I and mean, the cdn and cbd and thc v and all that kind of stuff just for certain ailments i mean it's like it's just amazing that you don't have to just you sit around and just you know you can you can medicate yourself properly you know like properly
2: yeah they um it's it's pretty wild i definitely um, would like to hear more about what you do with the RSO and the veterans and cancer patients and your team as well. I think that's all. I know you're busy right this second. So, well, <laughs> I didn't want to hit that. I was like, damn, I'm saying this question as he's ripping. It's like, it's like
0: when you're taking a bite of food and you're like, Hey, I asked you question. <laughs> yeah.
2: Waiter walks up. Uh, didn't you say earlier that he was the
1: long wind champion of the deep breast, long stroke across the pool or something? <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Tom, let me tell you something about, there's something you might not know about LT, is he used to be the road tour manager for the band Spine Shank. Yep.
0: Badass. <laughs> okay, so.
1: They were basically a closer for Everclear.
0: Nice. <laughs> I, uh, so it all started pretty much in, uh, like, like around the pandemic area. I was, on an Instagram, and, and was going to post my grow things like that, and uh, um, I got I got approached by a team somewhere, I think Canada, about joining the team. I thought I was being hit by a scammer, so I told Ooh. him I said, oh, "If it has anything to do with money, I'm not involved," you know. And he says, "Oh no no, you're actually just joining a team. We'll give you a free shirt, like uh, you know, as for starting off and all this kind of stuff, right? I'm like, okay, cool, free." So we got involved, you know, and then uh, and then uh, you know, we was in the group chat and this and that and the other. So I got my my buddy started. Got him growing, got his license, you know, everything like that. He joined my team. Long story short, he creates his own team, okay? Because a little issue with one of the members, whatever the fuck, and he just does his own thing. Names it Team Urban Grow. Well, he was kind of in on it, like, hardcore, and I wasn't. I was kind of stepping back. And then some time came, and he was stepping back. Now, I was getting into Instagram hardcore. So, he's like, hey, man, you want this team? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So, I took over it was like like four people were stunned on it. <clears throat> so I'm sitting here with the team like wondering what am I going to do because the, the the initial deal was you join this team and you you're you're affiliated with this this place in um Canada called Ultra Garden Supply. And so every month they have they give you a gift pack kind of thing where you would you'd spend like 20 bucks in there on their website and they would send you your item and then like like a whole line of these like sample like nutrients and stuff like that. And then you get a free shirt and uh, with your team logo on it and all that kind of stuff. So if you recruited people, you get like 20 or like 10 people. You get a 20 percent discount or something like that. Right. So the, the people that were running that ended up being wanted for a double murder. So 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 it all. Went, huh. So yeah, it's like So the whole the whole idea went. So all the teams that were doing this all quit. And everything was so we like kind of lost the whole new meaning now. So now I'm like trying to recruit people for discounts. Now I'm trying to recruit, rec- recruit people for an actual team. Like, okay, so what, what are we going to do? So I see all these people, you know, on, on Instagram talking about your bug is here. You didn't get this and just all this stuff. So I'm just like, we're going to do a team. We're going to do givebacks. We're going to do giveaways and things like that. So I built the team up, you know, found some people left, some people stayed and, uh, so now we are still to this day kind of formulating certain things on what we're going to do. But for the most part, our team is um, based out of Canada and USA. Most of our hardworking team is in Canada. Um, but we do give backs to uh, veterans, cancer patients. Uh, you know, uh, we do all kinds of stuff for the community. I make RSO and give it to cancer patients and veterans. And uh, that started because I made some RSO one day and I made a bunch of it. And like sixteen syringes full, you know, I was literally like what am I gonna do with all this shit? This shit was way too strong. I took some, and I was completely obliterated, man, and uh so I started thinking like who like I didn't know how to sell it I didn't know nobody really knew about it, so I didn't know how to really market it, so I was like, I'm just gonna give this shit away who who would brother who would be best to have this kind of shit not just any person, you know what I'm saying, but I wanted people that deserve that shit, so cancer patients you know i started looking stuff up on the internet and figuring out where it all started and how it all started and what it's being used for and treated for and all that kind of stuff and so i started putting it out there and helping people with that and then i was going to join this with this one guy and kind of collaborate because he does stuff for veterans so we talked got all hyped everything was cool and then he just disappears so here i am talking about yeah well, i'm doing this for cancer patients and veterans and so then this dude dips off so i thought well you know what I'm saying? Like, we both had the same views on veterans, like, like, just on, you know, just the respect aspect and just the PTSD and all the stuff they go through. And then when you start listening to other people uh, talk about what they go through, it's like you're sitting back going. Like, you, you realize your life is way better than you fucking think, you know? So I knew this stuff would work for uh, PTSD. So I was like, if you're a veteran, if you got cancer, let me know. Pay for the shipping. I'll send it out to you. And that's how it all started. That's awesome. I yeah. loved. I loved uh, seeing that on Facebook and that's your awesome. social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know and I get donations, so it, a lot of it. Like if I don't get donations at the time, I use my own plants. I'll run a plant strain specifically like uh, pre ninety eight bubba Kush. My buddy swore up and down that he had a rare form of cancer. His one side of his head. Won't grow hair back, or it's starting to, but very little, right? Mm-hmm. But um, he's swerping down that the uh the the, the vape cart of the pre ninety eight Bubba Kush is what helped get him through, or not necessarily cure him, but you know hey. ate him all the way through the end until the yeah. point where he he's he's not fighting cancer no more. You yeah, Paul so, believes that the yeah, fuck well, he, it. Who cares, absolutely. right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's what medicine is, right? Yeah.
1: Like yeah, it makes you feel better. Yep. That's what matters. Yep. And like, feeling better means a lot of different things. I think the, you've struggled with back pain, you know, and like the mental aspects actually almost worse than the pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, um, see, a lot,
0: th- a lot of things, like people are having issues with, with pot, like you say, causing you to kind of get paranoid. And that happens because a lot of the times there's strains these days are real high in THC. So you're getting the thirty percent to you know whatever, and it and it's or you get the the you know ninety nine percent THC and extracts and things like that, and that tends to uh, that tends to really you know be real harsh on your on your psyche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sometimes I'll I'll get too stoned and start getting not like necessarily paranoid, but you start thinking you get start getting in your head a little bit, you know, and and uh, so yeah, it sucks. I, <laughs>
2: That I luckily knock on wood I only get like that now if it's strong ass You know you know
1: that you can take you can read up on this, but you can take C B D, raise up your cannabinoid levels mm-hmm. to where weed
0: won't affect you as much. Really? Yeah, you'd use like a one to one or you know, delta eight or something like that it's as well. Like
1: it's all about just build like building up your body's full of cannabinoids yeah. and like obviously it's great if you have a high tolerance, but it's not good if it's like making you feel not good. Yeah, I
2: yeah. think I got personally that that uh, Smallwood's uh, vapor. I don't know pen or what. What do you call uh, that?
1: Yeah, the 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 rosin
2: pen. Yeah, that that's been really nice to help me ease back into it. And tonight I have a, a pre-roll from Captain Mo Green. Yeah. Of it's like jelly donut or something. It's nice. something. I'm nice. I'm gonna. I'm gonna smoke that
0: tonight by myself, and, and like yeah, look for a good like one to one type of thing, like where you get like a 14% THC, maybe a 14% count or something, something that's you know a little a little more easier on you because I know my old lady, she uh, she gets the same way, like really, yeah, she she wants to smoke, <clears throat> but she uses uh, cannabis to smoke at nighttime when she uses the carts and she loves it, it because it gets her paranoid. She's she used to be a big time smoker. Same, yeah. Yeah, but so now she just uses before bedtime, and if you know, and worst case scenario, like, we try to, I'm trying to look for a nice, like, uh, a good one to one Mm. ratio (coughs) for her.
2: Like I, I was like a brick weed king back in the day. I would just <laughs> smoke that shit all day, quarter pound about like this big, you know. Right. But then, yeah, the, any the stuff, which I, I, I like, like uh, Tahiti lime. I really like gorilla. gorilla. <laughs> that always didn't yeah. that didn't fuck with me too much. Yeah. Uh, now the the strong the edibles, I'm still kind of scared of. I'll be honest. <laughs> hey, RSO will traumatize
0: you, man. Yeah, I've I've that's uh, people. I got my boss. Is I like, will traumatize you. Yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> you, can here, you <laughs> fuck around with me long enough. <laughs> Dude, my boss is a heavy smoker, man, and he he took a .8 pill one time, and he, it was just because I used to go to his house. Now I'm a, I'm a heavy smoker, right? I go to his house, and he literally that's all he does is smoke, like everything back to back, nonstop. So when I leave his house, I'm literally leaving with no life left in me. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm going home. So when I gave him that, and he came back because he was talking about how some edibles don't get him uh, higher. Nothing. I said, here, take this. Yeah. <laughs> he said he was like, God. Damn, like for real.
2: One of my buds gave me some uh RSO, the gummies about like this big, and and one of my other friends took eight of them. And he's like, oh, I'm good, and I'm like, I took I bit the head, right? I literally they're like the mini guy, I bit ahead of it, and I was like, okay, and then about the peer pressure, like, fuck that come on, come on. So I ate the rest of it, and then we went and saw Deadpool 2 <laughs> and like, I felt like I couldn't stand up. Oh my I was gosh, like, "Yep, man. I'm fucking destroyed. <laughs> like this is terrible." Like yeah. should have just ate the head. Yeah. The right.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, heavy a- edibles yeah. are man. And like yeah. I-, I haven't had RSO, but um I-, I can tell you I've taken some heavy doses of THC edibles and I mean, get you sick I and mean, kind of shit and sometimes you just have to go lay down, but I've I had to take that early on to get off opioids like just just to sleep and to, um, ease the pain. I was in so much pain back then. Um, I would love to donate some RSO to that, or some of. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that after the the thing or uh, pass information. But I'd love. I have plenty of rosin pucks that you could soak, and um, so that's all straight yeah. straight from hash. And um, yeah, just donate it yeah. to people getting well. I'm fucking way into that. Um, yeah I I, I I can save leaves for you too that's not that big a deal <clears throat>
0: i usually just <clears throat> i just have so much that i gotta throw them away yeah <clears throat> yeah i uh, i've got i still got enough for a lot actually a buddy of mine stumbled across uh about a quarter pound of some old brick weed like some like straight up old compressed. It was, it was so <laughs> yeah. co- I was sitting there looking at it like man i gotta say this and i still haven't made the batch yet or nothing like that but uh I try to go for a lot more indica stuff, but really at this point, anything they, they did, a uh, there's a study out or whatever. It's like 55% and higher THC will help in the aid of, of cancer. Um, so it can't hurt. Yeah. So it, when you, when you take those large doses, like a gram a day, uh, with RSO, I mean that it was significantly, you know, help with cancer big time, you know? But they also say that RSO was really good for skin cancer, you know, because it started off, you know, with using it for skin cancer and it worked. Um, someone sent me a picture just recently that was of a guy that his face had he had face cancer or skin cancer on his face, whatever, and so- his shit was eating alive, and they put RSO on it and it was like clearing up big time.
1: So this team thing, do you, so do you have like an Instagram that you run for that or something? Yeah, or? It's,
0: uh, it's Team Urban Grow. It's uh, Team Urban Grow. Grow with no W. Okay, cool.
1: Um and do, do you have like a brand for your your grow or or for your products or are you just is it no, just Team no. Urban Grow right now no logos or anything? No, there's right? a
0: logo. Yeah, we got a we've got a, you know, logo. Oh, made. your
1: Team Urban Grow is yeah 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 and yeah, that's yeah. that's all your flower and everything, yeah
0: yeah yeah let's just Team Urban grow is basically all of our company. Well, no, it's not a company like that. it's basically just <coughs> a, it's a bunch of people out in other areas like of Canada and United States and we we grow, we do grow offs, we we uh, help we you know breed seeds within the group, we pass them around, <clears throat> we do giveaways for we collect sponsors uh, for for giveaways, things like that. we give back to the, the cannabis community. Okay So if you're in So instead of just me Doing it by myself And only being able to do it Within the United States We have I have a uh, A captain out there uh, As Pounders Cannabis He uh, He's my uh, Vice captain And he handles everything Out in the Canada area So (coughs) We collab We do We get sponsors from (coughs) Both ends That way we're bigger We're we're larger We're We can do more in numbers As opposed to just one person Yeah yeah I get it That That kind of pull together And and we do, you know, good things for the community. Whereas, where I seen, what inspired was seeing other people out there doing giveaways, and then you're not getting your your prizes, and you're getting something else, and then people are calling you out, and now you're, you know what I'm saying, like scammer this, scammer that type stuff. So we really pride ourselves on being a legit, and uh, and always being there for the community. It's right. been really good to us because literally, I could put a post out. I need $200 for uh a case of Everclear and I can get that within I can get I can get most of it within the first hour just from the community. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing to to be able to help people with this. Uh have <coughs> a team that backs me up, have other people out there that back us up. And uh you know I just I just want to do good for people, you know?
1: No and yeah. that's awesome, man. Um teamwork makes the dream work for Absolutely. sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I couldn't do all the stuff that I do without the team of people that I have. I have a, I have a team of people that that's awesome. that does shit behind me. Like, I you know at this point I basically shake babies and kiss hands.
0: But <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's awesome. Well,
1: I mean, like I I have to pay all of them too. Yeah. But you know, and I mean, we have to make all the things go around. But like for real, like. Just, you know, what i found is what I do best is talk to people and network and tattoo. And so those are the things that I do best. And I can make those pay for and do the other things. And, like, other people are really good at writing emails. And other people are really good at, like, doing my social media. Other people are really good at, you know what I mean? Like, and so I just hire the people. Like, I got people that do logistics. and. Um, so definitely, like it's taking a team of people. Uh, shout out to Bowser, oh, <laughs>
2: he's
1: he's been he's been a great addition to the team. He Told me that he he heard our, our shout outs in the earlier episodes, so I just thought I'd just throw
2: him in there again.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's LT's apprentice. He's a tattooer now. Great guy. Good guy. Great guy. But he's the fucking goat, bro. I like.
1: I'm voting him for f- friend of the last decade. He's a, he's on top of his shit. I I want I want to keep it 100 like you don't find people about, you know, every once every 10 years or something and you know, unless something drastically changes this dude's up for nomination of friend of <laughs> decade, bro. Like nice. You know, that's awesome. I, I don't I you. don't take on very many friends. So, yeah. um Oh that's a big shout out. I want to edit that. You <laughs> <laughs> said too much. E- Earphones. Earphones. <laughs> you fucking suck. Yeah, that's
0: uh, awesome. Yeah, team is definitely something that uh, I mean, you know, I was sitting around being bored and I didn't even know where the direction we was even going to go and and I just kind of, you know, used just used what I've seen on Instagram on the things that people didn't like, people things that did that that did like, you know. So uh, you know, I got it all. I got it so much that I even reached out to Carter Creek Cannabis out there in Oklahoma. There's people. He does a Grower's Tip of the Day, um, just speech, and he he relates cannabis with with everyday life. You know, and he'll 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 kind of put the two together, and and so he'll say things like, you know, life is like, you know, life is like the exact same way. You do this, and you, it's all about integrity, morals, how you conduct yourself, and basically, you know, it just it's just down home, like good old boy kind of kind of morals you know and I just I like the kind of thing you know mm. and he grows fire cannabis you know so, so he, uh, got yeah he donated some stuff to us and we doing giveaways for that I thought that was kind of cool to that he did that
1: sick so what what is uh since it's like our Christmas or holiday edition mm-hmm. Hanukkah edition <laughs> uh so what do you got planning for the holidays and for like coming up for the new year um with the cannabis uh like you got some, some stuff in the works for this next year, or?
0: Uh, yeah, so, well, I mean, um, we're doing a grow off right now in the group. It's um, it's to push the, to basically phenol hunt. What, what is a grow off? It's grow off is basically like we all in our team will pop these seeds at a certain time. Uh, the person running will get all the rules and stuff like that. <clears throat> and you will grow and basically the best one looking wins pretty much. Um, Now, because we're such a team on based on both sides where we can't really have it sent off and tested and all that kind of stuff yet. Um, But uh, basically, it's just a pheno hunt and whoever wins with the looks and it gets voted and no one knows the the person's grow. So we get the the community votes on it, things like that. So whoever wins gets a prize from it and that's one of our, we're doing that to kind of help push the um, uh, uh, highway mac and cheese F2. We're trying to push it into an F3 and go so on and so forth into it. Um, and uh, that's part of what our grow off is. Now, the other grow off is just a kind of a fun thing that I got. I won on Facebook, and you know, you get a little dual contest and you win, and then he sends you a cut and you grow it off. It's all the same kind of rules. And uh, basically, a contest of see who has the. Fire Dank out there, you know. <laughs> right on. And it kind of pushes you, you know, because then you realize you see other growers having some other pictures, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm up against some people, you know. And so it kind of really pushes you to, to do how that. Do, how,
1: do, how is it judged again? I'm sorry.
0: <clears throat> so the one I'm in right now is basically um, you keep it all secret. So you grow it, and everything's cool, but you'll send a – it's all local. It's basically Illinois and Missouri, I think he will come to your house and pick up the bud. So you leave like three grams in each bag, there's like four bags. um, And you put it in, a. it's all like, you put a number in there, only you know your number. And then uh, put it in a little box, he picks it up, it's all completely just, he doesn't know, none of that kind of stuff. So then he sends it off to some judges, and I guess they test it, they smoke it, they all do all that kind of stuff. And uh, and then whoever wins gets, you know, basically a good chunk of, you know, prizes and things like that, yeah nice yeah.
1: yeah so uh so it's all it's a, it's local people for the grow yeah especially.
0: well this the, the one i'm doing now with elevated st louis yeah but yeah. um but the one for our team is basically so the so the is united that states like a
1: people, is that like a picture one or something kind of yeah
0: well so they're gonna they're supposed to send the people in the other states are supposed to send me their cannabis and i'm supposed to take it to my my buddy who's the judge and he's gonna sit back and you know, they would take pictures, and it's supposed to be anonymous, so no one knows or like that. And you're supposed to p- only post it on the team page. Um, so whoever the community wins or you know votes for during this time, then you reveal who it is and things like that. So it's a, it's a little tricky because like the last girl off was kind of was kind of you know kind of not planned very well. The second one's planned a little bit better than. So we're just kind of learning, you know, for that kind sure. of thing. But uh, I think
1: there's always an evolution of something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. You know, we all get along. We, we shit talk with each other and, and we just kind of make it fun. And by the end of the day, you're learning, you're learning stuff and you're pushing yourself. And...
1: Yeah, well, I think so. I talk about this a lot and this is kind of why we do this podcast anyway is like the relationship between tattooing and. Cannabis and like one of the things that I seen right away when I got into the cannabis community well as of recently was That it was a lot of like this is all built on networking and like Mm -hmm. especially with social media nowadays we have We have all this availability like right at our fingertips. You can literally reach out and touch anybody at any time um you can talk you can dm anybody talk to anybody you know send them pictures and it doesn't mean they have to respond but right. <clears throat> it's been my experience that like a lot of people respond yeah um you and and I always I always say this uh, like fuck close mouth don't get fed yep. you know and like one of the reasons we did this is because like if we're going to do it like you just got to do it like, yep. you know like you can be scared and nervous and all these things right. but like until we set down and start doing it who cares right. right exactly so um i think that's awesome man no contest definitely we're entered in so uh, we're gonna we're entered in the frost bowl i think is coming up in like february we entered some uh some hash in that cool um it's the only thing we have going on for us so far this year. We have the <clears throat> Cannabis and uh, Tattoo Festival coming up February 18th and 19th uh, with a glass-blowing demo from Nico Cray. Where's uh, that going to be at? It's going to be over off St. Charles Rock Road. Um, I, can, I can't remember the exact name of the location, but... I can tell you that it is between um, basically it's between. uh, Oh, God, I'm blacking out now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's on the rock road. It's on the rock road. How about that? North side rock road. North side. It's no, it's it's actually like, yeah, I guess mid side, bro. It's like mid mid county, mid county. uh, It's it's like closer to my side than it is like. Uh, Martin Luther King, like it's, it's before, um,
2: Ferguson street. Okay.
1: Um, so it's back this way. You
2: know what I mean? And that's going to be like, this is your first one. And then you're, you're going to maybe do something bigger and expand it down the road if it goes smoothly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 We're going to, yeah, yeah. We're going to have one. um, Well, I don't have the exact dates for that yet, but, uh, this, yeah, this turned out to be a lot more interest in it than I thought there was going to be. Um, so I'm hoping that in October I can do one at where we used to do the STL yeah. Classic. And uh, what I'm hoping to have is, like, a full-on cannabis, like, you know, have, you know, 40 tattooers,
0: 40 vendors. I have the perfect vendor, Elevated St. Louis. He's a guy. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. We Like, yeah. for sure, we'll do, like, we... This thing here was already bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, so I'm excited for the next one. Um, but, yeah, this is just, like, kind of a small personal thing. But definitely come out. And I think we still have some vendor spots available for it, too. Okay. And I can send you the link for yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's so definitely everything's on sale. The tickets are on sale for that. We're with RX Loft on that. Me and RX Loft are partnered up on that. Um, Matt's going to be there tattooing. Yeah, um, yes. I'm, I might do a tattoo or something. Um, I know Bowser's going to be tattooing. Kaylee's going to make an appearance. Christina's going to make an appearance. We got Midwest Rick. Jeff. Uh, Heffy. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Steffens. And uh, uh, the Flip Shades from out of state is going to come here and fucking do some sticker tats. And some, <laughs> some fucking stitch tats. Or whatever, whatever, cross stitch tats. Or whatever they're called. Patch tats. Yeah, those are badass patches. Man. Patches, man. It doesn't stick down. Yeah. Sticker, man. Sticker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. He's actually going to guest spot here a day or so before, so I think he has some availability. Um, it's going to be a sick ass event uh, for sure. And uh, February? like us, huh? In February. Yeah, it's going to be February eighteenth and nineteenth. Like this is already locked down a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, just like. I, I, I keep kind of downplaying it, but like, so me and the dude from the RX loft were just talking about doing an event at this place. And I was like, man, we should do like a, ta- a, a tattoo cannabis event. And so I was like, well, I'll just like sponsor it with Tattoo the Lou Studio. And like, I'll put together like eight artists for two days and we'll we'll just put like four booths out there, right? Two people at each booth. And... Then we have, it's a real small, like, kind of like a, um, like a, where you would have like a wedding reception or something. Um, And so we can have vendors down each side. So probably like five vendors down each side. Um, So like 10 vendors per, yeah. So like, it's pretty small, but it was more of just like a grassroots I just want to do events that, like, normalize do vaping and smoking yeah. and no alcohol. Yeah. Um, so we put this together, and then, man, it blew up with interest. Um, I had tattooers from all over going, yo, I want to get a booth. Yeah. And I got people that want to spot. We've already got, well, I don't want to release them yet, but we have, we have some good sponsors coming on for it. Um, nice. and it's gonna like like I said, Nico's gonna do a demo, and he's gonna have stuff for sale there, and like, like Nico's a pretty high end rig maker, you know what I mean? And like, he's an artist, and it's gonna be awesome. So I want to follow it up like in October, you know, like kind of with like a Croptober kind of thing, and um, do a cannabis, but have like eighty booths and do it like at the Holiday Inn and again, really legitimize it. Like we're just talking through the details right now to um, the contract for it. I just don't have the full dates for that one set up yet, but basically we just need to get the okay to vape in there. And then like, we'll have like a smoking area for weed outside, but like, I wanna, I want you to be able to vape inside the building, you know, just like, again, just like if you were drinking you know going and have a whiskey or something like i want to have a full dab bar there with like you know 80 selections or something you know and like you can go up and buy like point ones or oh, yeah. point twos or something you know what i mean like yeah. again i think like to me that's the importance of all of this stuff is to really normalize this you know um yeah they've just made it so weird that you know people can't even go Say that it's a legitimate medicine most of the time without yeah. snickering to some degree, yeah. or, you know so um yeah, no i'm looking forward to something a little bigger uh i'm 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 also just looking forward to this event, I think it's gonna be fucking awesome because it's gonna be also small and real personal yeah. um and uh just also see how it shakes out um so I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff going on this year. I'm excited, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah, awesome.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I love cannabis. events events. we go to the ones out there and uh, off of uh Knights of Columbus out in how Springs, Missouri,
1: I haven't, uh, I unfortunately I haven't been to that. Uh, every time I have some kind of weird conflicting thing on my schedule. I don't know why. I just, every time I'm like, I'm going to go to this thing. And then like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's on a Saturday and I'm <laughs> tattooing and uh, you know, um, but I'm I, we're definitely trying to get to more events this year, um, and I've been doing a lot of stuff with RX Law. So like you know, I do a lot of pop ups with them with my Small Woods uh, Farms solventless, and um, yeah, um, yeah. The cannabis industry and the tattoo industry, I think, are real, absolutely, real similar. Um, it's real easy for
0: I don't know for us to talk about it and always has been around. So finally, isn't it a great time to be alive, man? I mean, I remember just, you know, smoking a joint and, and you know, seeing somebody that like, not necessarily just anybody, but you know, of course you see a cop drive by or maybe somebody of some sort of like, you know, you're like, oh God, you're like <laughs> hiding it. Now it's just like, I just smoke and don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't just do it like, I hate it when people said, oh, as soon as this becomes legal, I'm gonna blow weed smoke in cops' faces. I'm like, you're being stupid, man. You're like provoking that shit. Like, just chill and just be normal. But now I just smoke, like it's no big deal. And and I don't make a big scene about it. I'm not even, like scared them more.
1: Yeah, they don't go pour beer on a cop's head. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying.
0: Like it's just like again, we just have to normalize this. Yeah, normalize, not, not over yeah.
2: overdo it. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, that's, you know, that's like what I'm probably, saying. Like yeah. they were
0: just saying like that. Like that's the reason why it, it may not even happen, but nonetheless, it is happening and it's happening at a rapid pace. And and uh, <clears throat> you know, just trying to find a certain states to lock in certain things. And uh, so yeah, it's becoming it's, it's becoming popularized. Now I'm a little more afraid of it being federal federal legal uh nonetheless of them having control of the, of the you know dnas of certain strains and things like that and copyright and certain things or whatever but uh oh they're gonna do that bro yeah oh yeah that's come like i mean monsanto yeah of course yeah I, the, the well, uh, fucking bill or no or you know the guy amazon guy yeah start, you know. well
1: i mean they're like of course they're gonna patent it they're gonna lock everything down like they do. They've done that with every other bumper crop of everything else we've ever had. So I feel like we would be
0: fucking idiots to think that they wasn't going to do yeah, that. Exactly. And then, uh, exactly. And that's the part that I fear the most. It, it'll be more, you know, it'll it'll be more accessible, but it'll also be really controlled. And I think they're going to try to get rid of the the at home grower, and that's the one that you know. That's the. Part oh
1: no! That will, that will go? Yeah. No, they're gonna. Yeah. That's how the. Well, I think you'll be able to grow, but you won't be able to if you're producing anything on any size scale, they're going to they're going to come in and get you for like copyright infringement, yeah. like, you know, um patent infringement. It's uh like you can't just grow Echinacea like that. You know, um any anything that's like worth a lot of money, they have it like if you if you buy like an Echinacea tree from the store, it's, like, got all this fucking, like, shit on it that if you if you grow an echinacea tree and you try to breed it and sell those clones or whatever, it's fucking illegal as fuck. Mm. That, so, like, they are already, they've been doing this for a long time. So, I mean, I think that the black market will always survive. So, oh, does yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, there'll be something, like, we'll have a genetic that, like, they can't have or... Something, you know. So I I don't know what that is, and you know, more will be revealed. Is the best yeah, way to yeah, yeah. look at that. Um, hey,
0: it's here though. We're able to, you know, we're able to medicate without being judged or or scrutinized and things like that. And it's a lot more it's, things are being a lot more relaxed about shit. And so it's it's very nice. I didn't think I'd ever see the day for this to actually happen, you know, and no, be no able problem. to grow at home and you know. I yeah, know
1: I'm a convicted felon of cannabis, so I, I 100% agree.
0: I, did, I, did, I did never think this day was ever gonna come. Um, yeah, yep. that's crazy. You know, to think my my boss is the same thing. He he was a, he's a felon to cannabis, and now he's a grower and medical user. You know, and and uh, I'm still a felon really because I
1: haven't done anything yet.
3: Yeah.
1: Now they they're worried about all the other things, but they ain't worried about the most important thing my felony that I've had for <laughs> 27 years. For a quarter pound of weed. That's crazy. I went to prison. That's crazy. I went to prison for three years.
0: Man. Yeah,
1: Boonville Correctional Center. It's the
0: same thing as growing tomatoes. It's just as, as, as tomatoes that the person said, you can't grow those. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just crazy to me that you could <clears throat> you could go to prison and be deemed as someone, uh, you know, a criminal of that stature. That's so wild. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I think, well, to me, the,
1: the most appalling thing is that, like, Again, after you go to prison, you do parole and you do all your stuff. There was so many years of like even renting a plate. Like I have a felony on my record. I have to list that on anything, a job or anything. They really took away any chance of me having a career. I mean, (laughs) there's a reason why I'm a tattoo artist. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole reason that this is like this. And it's not because... I guess this is because I made a bunch of mistakes, I'm sure. But you know what I mean? But like, the fact is, is like they didn't make it easy for me. You know what I mean? And like.
0: They set you up to fail.
1: Yeah. And like once I, once I, I caught my felony at 18, I've had that ever since. Like, that's.
0: Insane. Yeah, something you carry. Thirty
1: years, I've had a felony on my record. I, I know I've talked about this. I feel like I beat a broke, you know, beat a fucking divorce. But like, when you like, again, like everybody wants to talk about, let's go smoke a joint, blow the weed, smoke in the couch. I want to talk about the real shit. Like, why didn't you all expunge our shit the day that this went through? Like, they haven't even talked about that at all. And I'll bet five years from now. I'm going to still be wondering what's up with my felony, yeah. you know, because they ain't in no hurry to take that back. Yeah. That's crazy. And they're not, they're not in any hurry to, you know, give me reparations. And like, I know that New York, they just, when they just passed recently, they basically did this thing where they're going to give, they give the first 36 licenses to people that have been convicted of marijuana crimes and they're getting dispensaries. Mm -hmm. like, they're gonna be like government <laughs> they're gonna be like project dispensaries whatever that means but you know what I mean yeah. like they're gonna be like government appointed dispensaries oh, I don't know really know but man. anyway the world's crazy I'm grateful um so I think that's about it you want to do some shout outs for your your girls and your your people and
0: um <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been a great talk. Uh awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. That's yeah, that's course. totally exciting. And you know? yeah, big shout out to uh my team, Team Urban Grow, uh Pounders Cannabis is my v- uh vice captain, all the hardworking Canadians out there that, that that kick ass uh doing what they do for the community. Um Blame and- Canada. <laughs> yeah yeah, I always give them shit, man. We always we we're constantly talking all the time. But uh yeah, just a uh, big shout out to my crew at six one eight Inc those are my dudes they i'm i'm nowhere i could i'm nowhere where i'm at now without them guys and uh that's awesome man yeah and uh you know of course my family and all my peoples yeah
2: man it's been great and uh elevated uh, st louis too that's my oh yeah Uh, Yeah. final thought has been it's super awesome to have you here i've known you for a long ass fucking time i'm
0: yeah, super crazy. stoked
2: you're doing good. We're both still tattooing, and
0: yeah, man, we're still sitting here fucking making it to happen. Each other, yeah, yeah, man, it, super it glad. Awesome, man. We
2: appreciate you coming on.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. It's it's I'm, I'm excited to be here, man. I'd like to come back sometime and some bullshit. With oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And
1: it was our first video
2: thing. I'm, yeah, dude. I'm sure I did a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. That's all right. I'm a weird. Mom I don't know what to bitch. do with my.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah. Next time I'm not wearing nothing but fucking just underwear. <laughs> That'd be good. Okay, we're cool. gonna get relaxed. All right? just underwear. The underwear <laughs> episode. No, <like> Whitey tighties. So <laughs> yeah. I wear boxers, but I'm coming here specifically. You've already told me how comfortable
2: you are. <laughs> I'm it's a brief like, guy. I walk around in my underwear. <laughs> I don't. Care. I watch wrestling. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you know, it's it's natural in the wrestling. Yeah. That's all good. Covered in tattoos, it makes me feel like I'm wearing clothes anyway. Yeah, okay. You know, so. <laughs> Shout out to uh, uh, Chris
1: Parker Sto uh, for the video. Shout out to Yogi for the the uh, audio. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little spaced out. I did a few
0: dabs
2: tonight. Dabs yeah, dab- this might be the most dab heavy episode yet. I yeah, know. I don't know. I think yeah, we might have did yeah a couple. I got a yeah, decent yeah.
0: buzz. A decent little buzz. All right. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah, guys. Fucking hey, A man, that's awesome dude Yeah, it's a good time bro
3: It's on